when a man feels emasculated, it causes him to lose his power. He loses the capacity to lead, to act, to communi communicate, to think creatively. So you're shutting him down. Yeah. Welcome to the Danielle Hage podcast. I'm Danielle Hage. Yes, Danielle's daughter-in-law. She is Nini to my three girls. Danielle is pastor, speaker, and founder of Dynamic Traits. She has 40 years experience in family and uh, marriage relationships, and she's been married for 42 years to Steve, who travels the world preaching the gospel. Together, they pastor a church in Laguna Niguel, California. So I have a question for you today, okay. because this brought up something in me and made me cringe for what for the person that posted this on Facebook. So I'm going to talk about a Facebook post of something I saw. But I think it made me cringe because I've done this before too. And I just <laughs> okay. want you to like talk about what's going on here. Okay. Um because I saw a friend post the other day a picture of flowers that she got from her husband. And she said, oh, look what my husband brought to me for my anniversary. And she posted a picture of the flowers. Now they were in like a regular cup, you know, and they were flowers from maybe the grocery store, Market Street, whatever. And uh, that's all she said. Look at the flowers my husband brought to me for our anniversary. And so she had all these comments like, oh, happy anniversary. How thoughtful. That's so nice of him. She got back in the comments and said, no, they're in a cup. These are ugly. They're not even my favorite flowers. Why would he bring these to me? Well, so me being nosy Nelly, you know, I keep following <laughs> the comments because I want to see how this thread develops right. because again, it's bringing up something in me. Yeah. Right. And he jumps in. So he saw it and he said, well, they were in a vase. The cat knocked him over. The vase broke. So Aww. I put them in a cup so they wouldn't die Aww. by the time you got home. Oh my gosh. And they were what was fresh and they didn't have the you know, the ranoculas or whatever that you actually like, but these are what I got because I wanted you to know that I remembered our anniversary. And he said something about, it's the thought that counts. And she jumped back in and she said, well, you need another thought. You need to think wow. about this a little bit more. Oh my goodness. And just was unrelenting. Mm. And this may be extreme, but this actually happened. And again, it just brought up something to me because I know I've done that before. You know, my husband has done something nice for me, brought me right. something nice home. It's like, oh, but that wasn't enough. Right, right. You know, or that's not what I expected. And so, like, just talk to us about what's going on here because it comes up often, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Well, I think that women have this notion that men are misbehaving. Mm -hmm. And if you look around our culture, even in different sitcoms and things you see on TV and in the movies, like it always makes me think of Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. Where Deborah is always mad at Raymond. He's yeah. always in trouble yes, for something, yes. right? And it's like, it's in our culture. It's not even just women right. doing this to men or thinking men are misbehaving, but our culture does. You see t-shirts, you know, men are dogs and, you know, it, it's everywhere. So I feel like our culture emasculates men mm -hmm. and women are very good at that. They don't really even have to be taught to do it. Yeah. And what that means is it means to castrate or disempower or weaken. Mm -hmm. When a woman feels like a man is misbehaving because he's not doing it the way a woman would, right. then she takes a hit to her self-esteem. Mm. So his misbehaviors are like a hit to her. Yeah. And we take everything personal, especially when it comes to men. So we feel like what must be done with misbehaving men 
well, we need to emasculate them. We need to disempower them. And how do we do that? Mm. We have all kinds of ways. We withhold sex. Well, until you do it right, buddy, until you get that garage straightened out, you're getting no sex. Mm -hmm. Or we um, mock them. We compare them to other men. We objectify them. Just like they, there we, you know, people say, well, men objectify women. We do that to men too. We mm-hmm. call them deadbeat dad, or you jerk, or, um, you know, horn dog. I mean, we we do the same thing. Um, we we have nothing they ever do be good enough. That's mm-hmm. emasculating. Mm-hmm. The other day, I needed to move our coffee table into the garage. We were having people over, and I asked my husband. I said, Hey, can you grab the coffee table? It's super light. I can carry it myself. And he says, yeah, just unhitch the door. And I said, let's not make a big deal. It's super simple. I can even carry it. And he goes, no, just just do this and this. And he, I felt like he was making a bigger deal than it was. I yeah. go, never mind. I'll do it myself. Yeah. That made him so angry. And mm. it flew out of my mouth. And I know better. But I, I just realized that made him feel like he wasn't good enough. He wasn't strong enough. I'll get it myself. Like I didn't need him. And oh boy, was he angry. And we, we had our words about it. But what I realized is I fully emasculated him right Mm. there, making him feel like I don't need him. Yeah. Yeah. Not cool. Right. Right. (laughs) So women, we have these ways that we want to weaken or disempower them to make us feel safer. And I don't know about you, but I have never felt safe around a weak man. Mm -hmm. Right. So why would we, we do that? And again, it's something that our culture does. Ladies, it's not your fault, but it is our fight. This is in no way to condemn women. It's just exposing something that we do that probably women don't even know that they're doing and how right. it feels to a man, a man on the other end. So I thought it would be interesting to talk about the effects of emasculation, what yeah. that is creating in our men. Again, not that you are purposely doing it. You might not even know that you're mm-hmm. doing it, but mm-hmm. it's something that we probably have watched our moms do yeah. and we see it in the media mm-hmm. and, and everywhere in our yeah. culture. So it's just kind of this, do you think it's just kind of this attitude of like, ugh, that wasn't good enough. Yeah. Or yeah. you have to be corrected. Right. Or, You're um, not doing it the way a woman would. And we yeah. think that there's this perfect woman out there somewhere, and we compare men to her. The perfect woman mm-hmm. in our minds is the right amount of the right qualities at just the right time. Well, who is that? Is, does she even exist? Mm-hmm. That's perfection. The right yeah. amount of the right qualities, just the right time. Nobody can live up to that standard, but there's this voice, and it really is the voice of shame, that you're not enough, you're not good enough, God's not enough to make me enough, (laughs) you know? And and it's something that once we become aware of that, just awareness causes change to happen naturally. So just being aware that a lot of times what we're doing to our men is weakening them. And so I want to give you those, um, talk about the immediate effects and the long-term effects, because- you will catch ourselves. We'll catch ourselves. And if and we want to be part of the solution. We don't yeah. want to be part of part of the problem. So if right. we can give up our way of emasculating men or or stop ourselves when we catch ourselves doing right. it, right. Um, we're gonna have better relationships yeah. and we're gonna have better responses from men yeah. in our lives. And I think the start of that is even just an awareness first, because yes. again, before I met you, I never really understood that our culture is emasculating. Yeah. And like you said, like everybody come, everybody loves Raymond comes to mind again. You know, I used to watch that sitcom. And then after learning some of this, 
I can't watch it anymore. It literally, <laughs> it makes me lurch. Like this yeah. Facebook post just yes. made me kind of er- like, oh my gosh, you just publicly shamed, right. you know, because right. of your should. Like you, you feel like you should have better flowers. You should be celebrated right. more on your anniversary. And, and that woman is putting it out there for everybody to see. She is putting right, her like husband down. Right, like a public down. display of. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and men, because they don't want to be embarrassed publicly that they'll they'll cower you know they'll yeah. do whatever yes. they need to do because yes. because that's embarrassing and i i mean i'm blown away that she did that and it doesn't makes me well, angry and i but i've done that too i mean we've, I been, have at, done it we've too. been at dinner around the table yeah we have friends over every week and just have dinner and it's very casual and close friends and you know so there's a lot of relationship and a lot of years of history there right but i have definitely gotten you know uh, just comfortable in that environment. Yeah. And I'll say something like, oh, if you would have done that, then, you know, we could have done this. And just seeing, like like you said, the, the shrinking, right. the shriveling, like emasculation, that's what castration is. You're shrinking right. and shriveling this <laughs> Drying up. cow's balls. <laughs> Sucking the life yeah, out of them. You know, you're literally <laughs> taking the life out of them because yes. now they cannot <clears throat> impregnate right. another. They can't ant- function. They, uh, yeah, they, right. they can't function in that way of right. reproducing. That's right. You know, and Getting that's what I did done. to my husband. I said right. something about what he's bringing. And it had to do with like the amount of money he's bringing home or his paycheck yeah. in front of people on right. public display. And I just, I, again, that cringy feeling. So now that I know and I have awareness some of these sitcoms that are so popular yeah. make me cringe inside. Yeah. I feel that feel right. like I can feel it right now. I know what it feels like right <laughs> here. Like, ugh. seeing that Facebook post, cringe, you know, uh, going to coffee sometimes with girlfriends and, and not even about their husbands. Like, oh, my God, did you see my son's haircut or what he did to himself yeah. or this perm that's going on right now? You know, just so popular and making fun of right. critically right. calling out, publicly shaming. And right. I just feel that. Oh yeah. my gosh, we do this, I think, more often than we think. Yeah, yes, I think we so can too. talk about the culture and how big it is in culture and and how much, you know, like, for example, Harry Styles showing up to a recent um, awards, awards show and he's got just this fabulous dress on and all the women are talking about like how fabulous he is and oh my gosh, what a style icon. And I'm looking <laughs> at him having this awareness being like, that man doesn't make me feel safe. Right. He doesn't Where's seem strong yeah. to me, but but he's connecting to these women's wow. feelings. So, wow. yeah. So please share the effects of emasculation because even though, yes, we can talk about it culturally, it's happening right. in our homes with not only Absolutely. our husbands, our, but our sons, sons, our co-workers. Our brothers, our co-workers. Right. Yeah. We have power to us, but we need to bring right. awareness to it. Right. Okay. So here are the immediate effects of emasculation. Number one. Men experience it as an attack. When mm. you say something like compare him to another man or I yeah. can do it better or mm. what do I need you for? Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. They have, have this immediate emotional response mm. where they're kind of in shock yeah. or disbelief. And so they want to defend themselves, right? Yeah. Because if, when you feel attacked, you immediately go into defense right. mode. Right. So so they it's almost like they have a sudden loss of power. That's why you'll mm. see men maybe droop yeah. in their shoulders or kind of go, you know, their chest concaves. That's interesting. So I've noticed, again, over the years of having some awareness, men who I know their wives are a little more emasculating, they kind of have this hunched shoulder disposition about them. That's become a little bit more permanent than the the strong, broad, proud man. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, it, so it's it causes when you, when a man feels emasculated, it causes him to lose his power. He loses the capacity to lead, mm-hmm. to act, to communicate, communicate, to think creatively. Mm-hmm. So you're shutting him down. Yeah. Okay. And maybe not you personally, but our yeah. culture. Whenever he is feeling emasculated, it could have been it could have come from yeah. his mom before you ever ma- married him that he mm-hmm. was emasculated. Mm-hmm. Um, this loss of ability can cause an emo- an emotional reaction of rage or passivity. A lot of times we wonder why is he sh- so oh, shut gosh. down? Why isn't he talking to me? Um, well, it could be that that he's scared. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Men are becoming more and more afraid of women yeah. rather than wanting to protect them and provide for them. Right. They're becoming afraid of them. And yeah. we don't want that in yeah. our men. I think that's huge. I mean, you just, you talked about that very quickly, but passive men, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen that yeah. men who they're just not going to engage in that right. conversation. They're not going to engage in that, what they know is going to be a fight. Right. They're not going to put themselves. They're going to be out wrong there. anyway, right? Because we have to be right. No matter what I do, it's never yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. Even if I brought home this for di- if I provided dinner, right? I stopped by the store, brought this home for dinner, but, but now you have a dinner. comment. <laughs> yeah, now you have a comment about it. It's not right. right. Why right. would you even think that? Right. And just the passivity, and over time, right? They're just not going to engage. Exactly. In that. Exactly. Or they slip into rage. They become mm. these rage monsters, wow. and then women think, "How can you yell like that? Or how would?" Can you behave that way? Well, he's feeling attacked. attacked. And, and and you know, sometimes men will pick something up and they'll throw it. And actually, anything in a man's hand becomes a weapon, especially mm-hmm. when he's angry. And if he throws it against Gosh. the wall, he's throwing it because he doesn't trust himself with it. And he's trying to get rid of it because he doesn't want to hurt you with it. Mm-hmm. So I think we just need, again, to be sensitive and to be aware yeah. that, you know, maybe you grew up with a very passive dad. Maybe you grew up with a raging father. It mm. could it be that he's been emasculated? Yeah. I know one couple where um, he will call his wife horrible names, mm. horrible names, and he grew up with a mom that he could never please. Yeah, and so I and I, what our counsel with her is, you know, you can't take it personal. It's not personal. He doesn't feel like a man inside. Mm-hmm. He grew up with a very emasculating mom. Yeah. Now he's yeah. taking it out on his wife and and they've had to do a lot of work to get yeah. to the point where she shows him respect so that he can be respectable and and behave like a respectable man yeah. not calling names like a child yeah. okay yeah another thing it does is and you're not going to like this girls mm-hmm. but an emasculated man is left vulnerable to pornography mm-hmm. okay because porn makes him feel like a man without him having to do anything he doesn't have to do one single thing I'm not advocating pornography, but the less he feels like a man around you or around women in general, yeah. the more vulnerable he is to porno- pornography mm-hmm. because there's no risk of rejection there, yeah. right? He yeah. just, it's all for him. And, and and it's a more of a selfish thing for a man, mm-hmm. but just, just being aware that you don't want your man vulnerable yeah. to pornography or to yeah. the next thing that I'm going to say that might be even worse is it leaves him vulnerable to adultery. Yeah. Okay. Because his his greatest need, a man's greatest need is admiration. Okay. Mm-hmm. Especially as he gets on in years, he needs admiration. And you wonder why men that have been married 20, 25 years leave their wives mm-hmm. for maybe a younger girl or another girl. Yeah. And women naturally think, oh, it's her, her, um, her age, her beauty, her hard body. It really has nothing to do with that. It's just that the younger girl at the office is looking up to him and admiring yeah. him. Maybe she works for him and she's looking at everything he's accomplished and what he's made of himself. Yeah. 
and not rejecting it. And she's in awe of him. Yeah. And for a man, for a woman to be in awe of them, mm-hmm. and then he comes home and he's getting an F at home, can't ever do anything right. Yeah. But then at the office, he's getting this Not a. a good kind of F. <laughs> a bad F. Yeah, a bad, a bad F. Like ABCDF. <laughs> right. So, hmm. okay. So those are the short or immediate effects. What happens? Now, long-term effects of emasculation. Men are now competing with women instead of cherishing them. Trying right. to, you know, be better than Improve them. Improve to. Improve yeah. to them. Exactly. And, you know, one woman asked, well, do I always have to lose, you know, when mm. we're playing a game? Um, or I do I always have to let him win? And I'm not talking about that friendly competition, yeah. you know, playing yeah. cards, playing Scrabble, whatever, yeah. playing pickleball, right. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but, but if a woman, if she is secure enough in herself, she won't mind making herself smaller so that he can be bigger in that moment. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we always have to be small around yeah. men. Men appreciate strong, competent women. But why not let him come up with the answer, come up with the solution? Um, like we were having a conversation yeah. on the way here. Yep. Can I bring that up? Yeah, please. About um, you were in a place some months ago where um, there was a job issue between the two, you and your husband, and you started giving him ideas, yeah. trying to find the solution. <laughs> right. Well, maybe you could do this. Maybe you yes. should do that. Maybe you know. Because he wasn't communicating fast enough. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and fixing the problem. Yes. And you were seeing the problem. And yeah. so what did you realize in that? What did you do? That I needed to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You needed to shut up. Yeah. yeah. And, and let him figure it yeah, out. Yeah. Because and whatever, let him be the man. if yeah. you're feeling anxious or nervous about a paycheck, when a man feels like it is his responsibility yeah. to provide and protect, yeah. imagine what he's feeling. If right. you're feeling it, he's feeling it 10 times more than you are. Right. But right. he maybe goes deep and goes inward because yeah. he's trying to solve the problem. Yeah. And he doesn't want to talk about it because he doesn't want to make you nervous right. or get you scared. Right. And I know I've dealt with that. My husband and I have had that same thing. We both kind of shut down because we don't want the other one to feel our nervousness. You know, yeah. so we just, yeah. we we get quiet. But then I realized we're not communicating. We've right. got to be right. honest and be able to talk about these right. things. Well, and what we've talked about too in communication between men and women, like, I want to. I want to keep talking about it. I want to reveal. I want to. Right. I want to work the out all the different. Talk, the more we talk, the, the more solutions there will be. The more right. options there will be. Right. You know, and where, especially in that moment when it's providing right. and protecting our family, the communication is more to conceal. Right. And to be for able a to man. be single focused. Yes. Yeah. For a man. Because a man, yes. he's, and I'm like, no, he's we coming just kind up of with a plan. It. We need to talk about. He's it. coming yeah. up with a plan, but he's not telling yeah. you his plan. Yeah. Because he doesn't want you to get in the way of his plan. Yeah. He doesn't want you to change his plan. Yeah. So he's going to give it out little by little, which is usually way too slow yeah. for women. Because we want to know well, right yeah. now. Absolutely. What is the plan? Yeah. Well, we're, we're thinking of all the solutions. And, you know, so the the more medium term effects of that, like I did not realize, I thought I was being a help. You know, right. me, I'm being, being the a helper. Mate. Yeah, uh-huh. being the helpmate. Um, but it has had emasculating effects, you know, like. He even, we were having the conversation this week and kind of bringing some of that back up. And it's like, well, that really didn't help. You know, I felt like I couldn't, wasn't enough. Right. That I couldn't provide, that I just can't make you happy. Right. You know, and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, and I can't step into that place 
of trying to be the problem solver if I want him to be the strong man right. leading right. my home. Right. Because remember, the more feminine women are, mm-hmm. the more masculine men can be. Yeah. So sometimes we have to get into our feminine mode, which is a more passive mode, and let him do his job. It might not happen as fast yeah. as we want it to happen, but that's what we have to trust the God in him, yeah. Yeah. that God's got his back, yeah. and that and and it's going to work out for the best. Um, I'd all, I always go back to that scripture. Um, it's Romans 8, 28. All things work together for good to yeah. those who love God and are called according to his purpose. That scripture just brings me such peace. Mm-hmm. And to know, like, my man yeah. isn't perfect. He might not yeah. be able to solve every problem, but I trust the God that's in him, yeah. and I trust the God that's in my life, yeah. that he will take care of us. So just bringing the God factor into that situation, um, I specifically heard from God that that's I needed to that. be quiet yes. so that he could hear God's right. voice clearly and above all the noise. Because if I keep providing, asking <laughs> questions, what's happening, what's going on, right. then that's going to get muffled between God's so voice good. and my voice. And so I really good. had to submit to that. The other thing that I've had to learn over the years and really submit when God has told me, I have worked before. You know, we have both been dual income, dual mm-hmm. income. And I specifically heard in this season, don't don't, you're not going to provide in that way for your family, which, which brings up insecurities in me, right? I grew up with two parents who worked. I've always had a paycheck. So I've always been able to rely on a little bit of that for myself and having to submit to God and my husband and just not go on Indeed and not go on LinkedIn and look for jobs and, Mm -hmm. you know, where my qualifications would fit in and be okay with right. what he's able to provide and not emasculate, not cut off and shrivel up right. what he's His able to supply. provide right. Yeah, in this season and right. not to emasculate. But I don't get it right all the time. Right. I mean, and you got to remember, you may not be out in the workforce working, yeah. bringing in a paycheck, but what you're doing, you do have a job. Yeah. You've chosen to homeschool three children <laughs> and that is a full-time job yes. I mean, and that is work and it's yeah. probably one of the most important jobs you will ever do. So yeah. you are definitely yeah. doing your share and your part yeah. and providing for your children in a right. whole different right. way than going out to an office I've, every I've day. I've seen the strength and the leadership in my husband rise and increase mm-hmm. 100 times more than any of the other years in our marriage. Wow. I mean, we've had a great marriage and and great time working together. And I'm not saying we won't work together in some capacity right. again, but in this season, just the opportunity for him to lead and to be the provider and protector and the one who gets to come home to a more peaceful home right. because right. I am home and doing more of the feminine things. Right. You know, I do think he's become a stronger man right. in that sense. And did you hear that? What she's saying right now? Because, and that was hard for you. That was because she's yeah. used to working. You yeah. know, you guys didn't get married till you were like 29. 30, she yeah. supported herself yeah. for a lot yeah. of years. Yeah. And then to actually lay all that down, yeah. you're perfectly capable of working. She has a master's degree, but she's laid that down to be the stay-at-home mom because you decided together that yeah. that would be the most beneficial thing for your family right now. And it has actually challenged your husband to step up and be an even stronger, better protector provider. That's awesome. Yeah. I I feel like we're more in our roles, which, you know, like we said, talking about this and talking about emasculation today challenges 
Some of yes. these cultural norms, I mean. That we're used to. We mm-hmm. videoed my youngest daughter the other day lip syncing to Miley Cyrus's new song, Flowers. Like, I don't need a man. I can buy myself right. flowers. I don't need to hold your hand. I can right. hold my own hand. Yeah. But you who know, wants to do that? Yeah. <laughs> but see, what that's what's in our culture. We don't need men. Women yeah. don't need men. Yeah. But here's the thing. Most women, most healthy, normal women want the companionship of a man. You want that that relationship, that friendship, that romance in your life. But we are hell-bent on making men feel like we don't need them. (laughs) Okay, so we were saying how, you know, you laid down, you know, you have a master's degree, you are college educated, you were working for years and years before you ever got married, and you loved working. You're a career woman, and your mom was a career woman, so that was inbred Mm -hmm. into you. And then for you to have to lay that down, you didn't have to, you got to lay that down, you Mm -hmm. chose to. And stay home and homeschool your children and be a one-income family. And I just think that was huge because it actually Mm -hmm. caused your husband to even rise up. And you're seeing a part of him rise up that maybe you didn't see before because you you sat down. He's standing up. You sat down. And not that what you're doing is less than what he's doing at all. It is even. And I would imagine that Christian comes home and looks at you and is so proud of you. I know he is because he's told me that he's just thinks you are the greatest mom. I feel more cherished now than I ever have. And I, I think what you were talking about earlier about competing, right? So I think we got to the point in our careers where they started to compete. Okay. And, and, so like who's me, making more, who's doing well, more? No, or? and just a, which one is more important? Yeah. Because something's got to give. Like both or, of or us who's can't more be, tired tonight? No, I'm tired. No, I'm more tired. No, who's you gonna just- go, Who's going to leave and not go to the last meeting of the day right. because somebody Someone's has to go get, get the, the kids. kids. And why, like as a mom, I had to get to the point like, oh my gosh, why am I competing to stay at work and not go home to my children? Wow. Yeah. You know, and lay that down. I think, again, there will be a time where we are producing and working and doing all that together. But right. because we were in a season of competing and I recognized it and we both recognized it and God imparted that in us, yeah. you know, I could stop, I could stop from continual emasculation, right. you know, and cutting him off. Right. And allow him to provide and, and be the man. Yeah. yeah and yeah. be the man. Yeah. So be the man. So men that feel emasculated are regarding women with fear instead of trust, which we kind of talked about that mm-hmm. a little bit, because they are protecting their jewels, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. because they don't want them cut off. <laughs> because men, women can be mean. I mean, women can oh, yeah. get really yeah. mean yeah. with their words. And yeah. men know that. They're, oh, they're cutting. That. We're so cutting. We can be so very quick. cutting. Yes, and yeah. very critical. Yeah. And one of the reasons I think women can be so critical is because when we feel criticized, it works. Yeah. We want to do better. We want to, you know, sh- sh- prove them wrong. But for a man, when a man mm-hmm. feels criticized, it comes off as emasculation and it causes him to want to get away, to distance mm-hmm. himself. Yeah. Because yeah. men will gravitate toward people that are saying, good job, you're mm-hmm. succeeding because they're yeah. motivated yeah. by wins. They're yeah. motivated by succeeding. Yeah. And if they feel like they're constantly failing mm-hmm. around you, their yeah. interests are going to gravitate Right. somewhere else. Right. And it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to go have an affair, but they're going to... No, but their interest is going to be, even if it's just going out with the guy friends, like that's going to become more... Important. Attra- their hobbies. Yeah. yeah they yes. might t- turn their, their interest toward their children, yeah. their friends, their work. Yeah. 
their job and pickleball and, and whatever <laughs> makes them feel good, like they're winning, yeah, where, yeah. wherever they they feel complimented, complimented and admired, they're yeah. going to gravitate toward that. Yeah. Um, another thing that men are doing now after a long term effects, a long term being emasculated, is they're treating women with disdain instead of respect. Yeah. And I see that all the time. Absolutely. I see. How even just men out in public sometimes mm-hmm. will treat women yeah. that, and it shocks me. I, yeah. I I think I pulled into a parking place, you know, parking lot, parking spot yeah. one time, and this young kid, he, I guess he was waiting for it too, mm. and I didn't see him, and he goes by and he flips me off. Yeah. Now I'm an older yeah. woman, and I I couldn't believe it, and part of it made me laugh because I'm like, are you are you serious? You're giving me the middle finger <laughs> because he was so young, and I just. I was I was so shocked, but it, there was like there was that lack of respect yeah. that kind of made me angry too. You know, it's right, like right. little boy, like why are you? Why would you flip me off? I don't yeah, know. That just yeah. blew my mind. But I think men are and even sons are learning to not mm-hmm. respect women, not hold them in high regard, not right, cherish right, them. Right. The, you know where did because uh, they can't live up to their expectations anyway. Exactly, they're never yeah. enough. They yeah. can never be enough for right. us. So why bother? Right. 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 And um, it's, do you do you feel like that's cyclical? You know, like does it just become this kind of chaotic cycle? I think so, unless somebody and somebody it's just like a becomes like a standoff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to appreciate and be grateful until he right right. But someone and you know how it's always Someone's said that the bigger person, the yeah. more mature person, has got mm-hmm. to be the one to put a stop to it, yeah, you know? And so you just have to decide, am I going to be the bigger, more mature person? I'm going to stop putting him down, emasculating, and mm-hmm. then, and in hopes that he'll start treating me, you know, yeah. you know, it goes back to the golden rule. You treat others at yeah. the way that you want to be treated. Yeah. Bottom line. Yeah. Another but there's thing- probably years of late, like, so I'm going back to the Facebook yeah. flowers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, like for her, just to Stop because this wasn't the first post. Uh, of course. You know, there's been, oh my gosh, look at that. Lots of and disappointments. Can you believe he's wearing that today? And right, took me out here and whatever, whatever. Yeah, you know? she, they, they, she's been disappointed and and she's had unmet expectations yeah. and which lead to disappointment yeah. and hurt and pain. Yeah. So so this was her way so of being able her. To flip the switch <laughs> and just be like, okay, I'm gonna be done with this. Yeah, yeah. Takes yeah humility. Right, and and I think with what. If women understood that when you appreciate the little things, the little tiny things, you know, it's your 12 year anniversary. He brings you two roses. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank you. If you quit expecting, where's my big elaborate, mm-hmm. you know, 24 roses bouquet, yeah. because I yeah. saw that in the movies once that's mm-hmm. what he did for their anniversary. And you yeah. just appreciate the small things. You created a win in him. Yeah. He won. Okay. I'm going to, wow, that made her happy. Yeah. I'm going to do even better next time because right. if that made her happy. Right. What would three roses do? <laughs> okay, so this is something you have really spoken into our lives and to me personally because the expect nothing, appreciate everything. Yeah. Again, so backwards of our culture. Exactly. We're raised, have the bar high, expectations high, you deserve the world. Right. You know, and so going into a marriage and not competing and expecting nothing, it just seems so countercultural. Yeah. yeah. And so like I just remember you starting to talk to me about that and trying to get out the thank you. Like, (laughs) thank you for taking out the garbage. Like, I expect you to take out the garbage. Just take out the garbage. You know, go mow the lawn. I expect you to mow the lawn. But having to get it out. But the more I could 
get it out, even though it may not have seemed or been from a truly believable, genuine (laughs) place. But the more I practiced practiced it, it. yes, Yes. the more genuine it becomes and the easier it becomes to say, thank you for the smaller things. And I'm not obligated. Right. You know, I'm not obligated to these things because I get to receive everything as a gift and how much sweeter it is to receive everything my husband can provide for me or do for our family as a gift than being obligated because then it leaves him up for criticism and you could do it better next time. Right. (laughs) Right. And rejection. You have to, like, you have to do this for me. He doesn't Mm -hmm. have to do anything. But the fact that he does something is worthy of our appreciation. And, and, like what and you're getting off. to, it it yeah. builds and he wants to do more and more because mm-hmm. again, men want to make women happy. So many women don't believe that. They're like, what? No, they are designed to be our protectors, our providers, to yeah. to rescue us, to save yeah. us, to make us happy. And I know women have gotten so, so bold and so manly and masculine. Mm-hmm. I don't need a man to make me happy. I don't need, and again, you are responsible for your own happiness, yeah. but they want to make you even happier. Yeah. Okay. Or why even be together? If you can't give to each other and help meet some of those Mm -hmm. needs, they can't meet every need. We can't meet their every need. There's there's some needs that only God can meet emotionally, but we we're doing the best we can do. We're showing up and being the best versions of ourselves that we can be by working together. Yeah. Another thing, and this is really sad, is that men, instead of protecting women after being emasculated, they're protecting themselves. Yeah. And we want I like I like the movies where men are rescuing women, mm. where men are heroes. Men like those movies. Men see themselves. They want to be somebody's yeah. hero, but rarely do we give them a chance anymore. Right. And even, even just him emptying the trash could mm-hmm. be, wow, you're my hero today. I didn't yeah. have to go out into the cold rain or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And just speaking that over right. him, speaking that into right. his life. I remember one young couple who um, started having problems in their marriage right around seven years. Mm. And she started getting critical of him. And because, again, he was not being the man that she married in Mm. in the beginning. Mm. And I remember her telling me that she started getting very, very critical Mm. and was doing the exact opposite of everything she had learned from me. And she had been to my seminars. And um, she said that she sat down and watched a video of their wedding. And she said that it brought up in her all the feelings that they she had yeah. for him of when they first got married. Mm. And she began to cry. And she was like, oh, my gosh. And from that point on, she started speaking to him as if he were that same man, yeah. saying all yeah. the good things, speaking into mm. their reality, into mm-hmm. existence, the kind of man that she wanted, yeah. as if he already was that. Yes. And it turned him around. Yeah. He actually came to her and said, I am so sorry. I've been projecting my loss or my insecurity or me not feeling good enough onto you and blaming you and making it your fault. And he, and he, and he said, and he just started to apologize. She never expected that from him because they they were at each other's throats, both of them. And since that time, I think it's been eight years now since then, they have been great. And she had come to my seminar right in the middle of this. Mm -hmm. And she said that, that seminar kicked my ass. Yeah. She goes, yeah. Uh, she goes, and I know this stuff. I've been, I've learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. she goes, but I, I got, I got sucked in to that negative. Oh my gosh. Critical. I feel like it's a spirit. Naggy. I really do. Like yeah. it literally. I think it is a spirit. <laughs> the week or so after getting married, I literally felt 
something come over me huh. of just all of a sudden that like critical negative Cause, cause your expectations. expectations. Now I'm married. So mm-hmm. now this is what it needs yep, to look so like. Now, now we're on the fast track and this right. is what life needs to look like to keep up with everybody else. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. We don't want to fall behind. And, and yeah. it's a daily, daily prayer of like, God, he's your son. Yeah. I'm not his mom. You know, right. I can't nag him and mother him into a place of making decisions that I would make. Right. He's got to hear God's voice yeah. and he's got to lead. And how attracted and is a man going to be to you when he feels like, you know, he's going to bed with his mom? Yeah. He doesn't want to be treated like yeah. a child. But what when we think men are misbehaving, mm-hmm. we treat them like children. Yeah. And they don't want to be treated yeah. like children and it causes right. a disconnect. Right. So if we can just look at men as maybe they are completely designed perfectly for the, who they are, and there's really good reasons why they do the things they do. Yeah. We can accept them, appreciate them, acknowledge their gifts and their yeah. provision for yeah. us. That's so good. Okay. I know there's so much more we can talk about. <laughs> forever and, <just> and ever. <laughs> forever and ever and bring up all the examples. I'll yeah. make sure I bring my journal in next yeah. time and open it up and I can share with everybody all my ways that I've emasculated. All the reasons ways we've blown it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I have a good like gas filling up my car with gas example that I'll bring up next time because okay. I played a little game the last month or so oh just seeing how to get my car filled up with gas so we'll bring it up next time we talk about emasculation okay. and being grateful yeah but um okay so thank you for today mm-hmm. that was a Absolutely. lot and it was great thank you for joining us today please like us down below. Make sure you subscribe, leave a comment. And if you have any questions, make sure you ask them. We would love to answer them. Um, Hit the notification bell so you know when a new episode's coming and we can't wait to see you next time.